This is episode 233, Optimizing for Easy. Welcome to the Paul Miners Podcast, the show that will help you to optimize your time, income, and lifestyle fast. Get more done with actionable, easy-to-follow advice and learn how to live life on your terms. And now, introducing your host, Paul Miners. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Paul Miners podcast to episode number 233. As always, I just want to start with a quick thank you. I know how valuable your time is. We're all busy. So thank you for spending a little bit of it tuning into this episode today. And today, I wanted to expand a bit on an idea I started talking about last week. Uh, In last week's episode, I shared five things that I've changed my mind on, uh, where I briefly mentioned prioritizing efficiency over growth. Now, I was recently interviewed for the Adil Amasi Unplugged podcast. Uh, That interview hasn't come out yet, but I will be sharing it on my newsletter when it does. And uh, in that interview, we talked about growing your business and income. And I shared my philosophy on growth, uh, and I've linked to that in the show notes for this episode at paulminers.com slash 233, um, which I actually picked up from Paul Jarvis. You've maybe heard me talk about this before, you know, how I, uh, I'm at the point now where yeah, growing my income really isn't as attractive as the idea of working less. And I told Adil, yeah, if I could keep my income the same but work half the hours, to me, that's a more attractive offer than just doubling my income. Uh, Now, obviously, you know, not everyone's going to be in that position. I've been, you know, doing this, working for myself for a few years now, and I'm in a place where, yeah, I'm earning a good, sustainable, reliable income that supports my family. It's enough for what we need. And so now it's about optimizing for efficiency and for easy. Um, so it's not that I don't like growth, but it's not the end goal anymore. It used to be. Back in the early days, obviously growth was important. So put another way, I simply now want my business to be as easy as possible. So what do I mean by that? Well, given the choice, I would rather work on projects or with clients that are easier to deal with. Uh, the way I see it, you know, we're fortunate now in that uh, we have enough work to keep ourselves busy So let's optimize for what's easy. That way, you know, we can deliver projects quicker, not only making our lives just easier, but also allowing us to service more clients compared to taking on larger, more difficult projects. Now, you might be hearing this and thinking, wow, Paul is uh, lazy and doesn't like hard work. And I want to clarify that that's not the case. We work on plenty of challenging projects that test our abilities, especially when it comes to some of the automated systems that we build. But we've learned when to say no to overly complicated projects that aren't a good fit. Sometimes clients come to us and they want to build and automate all these different things. And we just don't think it's a good idea. We ultimately don't believe in the solution or the thing that they're asking for. Even though they are asking for it, we know from experience that if we build this, it's it's not going to be a good system. And ultimately, it's going to create a lot of extra work down the line. So we generally have to refer those people elsewhere. You know, we want to work on projects that we believe in. Or if we get the feeling that a uh, person may be difficult to work with, we generally refer them somewhere else. Now, it's not that I don't like hard work. It's just that if you give me a choice and all other factors are the same, I'm just going to go with the easier option. And I guess, wouldn't you do the same? Now, you could argue that there's a greater sense of accomplishment or pride if you take the more difficult path, especially if you work for someone else. Maybe your boss will be more impressed if you work on a difficult project. 
And I can appreciate there's a badge of honor associated with doing something difficult. But the way I see it is running a business comes with enough challenges before you make life harder than it needs to be. Uh, I hear from business owners all the time who are barely keeping their head above water and have kind of lost touch with why they started their business in the first place, which was often to have more freedom and and some free time to spend with their family. And, And really the opposite then happens because they're so busy working on difficult projects and not optimizing for what's easy. So really, it just comes down to personal choice and how you want to spend your time. And of course, we are coming from a position of luxury where we do right now have plenty of inbound leads, which means we can afford to be picky. If you're just getting started, you'll probably be optimizing for income more than what's easy. But it's taken you know years of hard work to get to this point, and things might change. You know, after COVID, economies around the world are still struggling a little bit. Maybe we could have a big correction in a few years. Who knows? I'm very prepared for life might get very difficult in a few years, and I won't be in this position where I can be picky and always optimizing for what's easy. But as Pat Flynn says in the intro to his podcast, uh, Smart Passive Income, you work hard now so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. Well, that's where we're at, and that's what we're trying to do. So some some of the other things that we do to make life as easy as possible include, firstly, streamlining lead inquiries and customer onboarding. I'm I'm pretty proud of the booking system that we have in place that qualifies leads before they can book an introductory call with us. Uh, In the early days when I was starting my business, I had a fair few time wasters, people who just wanted some free advice or no-shows, people who would book a call and not show up. The system we have in place now does a really good job of keeping these people out and has reduced no-shows significantly. And when a customer does sign up to work with us, we have automated emails and systems in place that streamline that onboarding experience. I also say no to distracting opportunities. I get approached each week by companies that want me to become an affiliate for their product or service, uh, people who want to be a guest on the podcast, and people just requesting my time for some idea or project they're working on. By following Derek Sivers' mantra of hell yeah or no, uh, this is a very popular article that's been mentioned a lot in the productivity space, but if you haven't read it, I've included a link in the show notes uh, to his article, Hell Yeah or No. Um, Basically, I say no to most opportunities because most of the time I see them as being a distraction. Unless I think to myself, hell yeah, I want to do that. And this is really the the ethos of the idea is, unless you really feel pumped like, hell yeah, I want to do that thing, you should just default to saying no. Uh, And so I do. I'd rather stay focused on my own projects and keep life easy. I also try and reduce repetitive tasks. So a couple of episodes ago on episode 226 of this podcast, I asked the question, how can I avoid doing this ever again? It's a mindset I have where uh, I'm always thinking about how to minimize or eliminate repetitive tasks by automating or eliminating a process. For example, if I get a question about a product of mine, I will update my sales page so hopefully I don't get asked again. Or if a client needs help with something, I'll make a video that I can add to one of my courses or put on YouTube. Uh, so if you ask this yourself this question enough, you'll really notice the difference as repetitive work just fades away. Um, I also focus our services. You know, I sometimes get asked about whether I support clients with other tools like, uh, you know, other than Asana and Pipedrive. And I could offer support on other project management or sales CRM tools, especially because a lot of them have features that overlap. Like Asana isn't that different to a lot of other project management tools. 
But I would rather niche down and do one or two things really well than offering more services and options and making life potentially harder than it needs to be. I also want to minimize conflict. So again, uh, on a few episodes ago, on episode 229, I shared some thoughts on dealing with conflict. And the key takeaway from that episode is that when you face any kind of conflict, the goal is to deal with it as efficiently as possible. This is far more important than proving a point or winning the argument. And after the conflict has been dealt with, it's important to learn from it so you can put systems or protocols in place to ensure it doesn't happen again. And finally, yeah, bit of a catch-all, just automating as much as I can. You know, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know I love automation. And if there's a way I can streamline something with Zapier to minimize manual input, I will do that. So I imagine there might be some people who disagree with what I've shared here. I'm not saying you should copy me or that you even have to agree. Again, it comes back to how you want to spend your time. I don't mind... um, growth and I don't mind hard work as long as it's making my business easier in the long run. If you agree, if you disagree, that's fine. Let me know in the comments what you think. If you um, agree with this idea, I'd love to hear what you're trying to do to optimize for easy. How do you try and make life, your business, your work as easy as possible? Head on over to the show notes, paulminers.com slash 233, and you can leave me a comment there. One more time, thank you very much for listening and I will catch you next time on the Paul Miners Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Paul Miners Podcast. Two quick things before I sign off. Firstly, if you enjoyed this episode or if you have any feedback for me, I would love it if you could leave me a review on iTunes. It really helps me to improve the show and it helps the show to get discovered by more people so I can help more people out there. The second thing is if you want to connect with me in person, you you can become a VIP member of my website. Head to paulminers.com slash VIP where you will be able to join my private Slack community and attend bi-weekly group mastermind calls. This has to be one of my favorite times of the week when it comes up is attending these group calls. The community is full of like-minded, productive, self-employed people, full-time workers. We have a real good mix of people in there. And I have to say, I have made fantastic friends with the people in this group. So if you want to join the community and connect with me and the other awesome members, sign up at paulminers.com VIP. One more time, thank you very much for listening and I will catch you next time on the Paul Miners podcast.